and our most beloved member of the royal family, Peruvian cocaine dealer, Paddington <laughs> Bear. Bear. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, it's the the whole. I think the, I think the um the Paddington cocaine reveal mm. is a wonderful um, encapsulation of the way that they intend to. There's two ways this show intends to make you laugh. Sure. One is by saying, uh, privileged, uh, privileged race, check your privilege, like as though that's just a nonsense set of words that make no sense. Mm-hmm. The second mm. way the show intends to make you laugh is I think the um, trying to seat itself in the tradition of this particular type of British comedy where Paddington sa- speaks with a lovely accent for a little while and then drops it and says, it's because I put cocaine in the sandwiches. That's how they do the accent, by yeah, the way. Genuine. Terrible. Mm. Um, and the, the, the whole idea is you're supposed to be sort of shocked uh, at your uh, middle-class sensibilities, but then you giggle along because you get it. It's trying to mm. flatter its audience. It's just everybody involved is deranged. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be funny if Paddington put cocaine in the sandwiches? Uh yeah, so uh, that's not like his cuddly image. Why you, Why didn't they expand on it? I want to see all of the members of the royal family high on cocaine because they've eaten the sandwiches. <laughs> like, come on, think about the, you know, the logical implications. But then you'd so, have to do like a high-energy Prince Charles, which is like innovative and perhaps even funny. I'm fucking buzz. I've got to say, you, come here, like me and you open a small place restaurant. You, you just sell bloody quail's eggs and stuff like that. I tell him fucking Randy. <laughs> so... The uh, the, then they say, okay, we need uh, pick me. I can take it. (laughs) We need this is going to be an impossible mission to save the fabric of society. Mm. Why Tom Cruise? Why Tom Cruise? Someone had a Tom Cruise accent on deck. Yeah, it's not very good. This was a. I mean, look, the whole show is a first draft. Mm. Was that's Mm. the other thing, right? A lot of the songs they pick don't scan with the lines from TV. So mm. they just either say them really quick or they stretch out the syllables. <laughs> like they think they think the song I'm Suella set to Thriller by Michael it's Jackson. It's such a first fucking draft thing because every character introduces themselves or is introduced immediately so that you, you know, you don't pick that up off of the accent or anything yeah, yeah, else yeah. about them. Apart weirdly from Jurgen Klopp Mm-hmm. Who you, you just have to like take on faith. It's like, oh fuck, that's Jurgen Klopp. Um, there were a bunch of points where I had to whisper in Riley's ear who people were. Jurgen Klopp was one of them. Yeah. Alison Hammond was one of them. I was uh-huh. like, in fairness, Riley, this is a deep cut. I'm yeah. like, this is like a daytime TV person, but not like, even like normal TV. Yeah, but like everyone else, Suella Braveman's first line is like, I'm Suella. It's like, okay, cool, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, that's yeah. what Shakespeare always used to do. <laughs> yeah. Introduce new characters. I'm mm. I'm Richard the Third. Suella Braverman should have been played by prepubescent boy and then I would have respected <laughs> this more in the Shakespearean yeah. tradition so uh, so then obviously so Tom Cruise shows up sure why not it's like a, it's like spoilers it's a parody for... a spoiler just spitting image it, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I also understand like it's a parody musical it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like spitting image satirizing current events right they are still just saying here's a bunch of stuff yeah, on the well, stage. like the thing is spitting image it's a skit show right so you have skit well this has is a bunch of them at once, yeah. and it's it's mm. sort of like all piles in together, right? Well, I think this is like the heart of the problem because I I I haven't I've watched like one episode of Splitting Image and mm. then seen this. 
Uh, so maybe I'm not doing it justice, but it sort of feels it's already like, far more spitting image yeah. than any person should see. Yeah, I know. Um, but like the TV show, from what I understand, are sort of like a series of skits, and those mm. skits are somewhat contained. And so you have like you know, maybe two or three characters who you sort of know the reason why they're there. Like even if the jokes are like hack and kind of like cringe. Yeah, because it'll be like we're in a cabinet right. meeting. Here you kind, you kind of know why they're yeah. there. Yeah, and with a skit show, you can like move fast and break. Yeah, things, and the so. problem with doing the musical like this is that you're you're now having to sort of create this weird story that incorporates basically they're trying to sort of create a splitting image multiverse within their own show and so they've got to like make it make sense but mm. but they also have to sort of keep in spirit with the splitting image thing which is why you then end up in a situation which we were talking about before we were recording about how these characters are sort of like they're not really they're the way in which they're characterized are framed around particular lines that the writers think people know mm-hmm. and also what you should already think of those characters anyway yeah yeah and there are times when like you know you have this these characters who should not be in the same scenes in these very bizarre situations uh where like nothing they're saying really makes sense to anyone who hasn't already kind of who isn't like already on board before the show has even started? Like, it, I think the perfect example of that is when they're like Greta Thunberg. What's well? She's clearly said she's giving all of these ridiculous warnings about the ocean being hot that we find annoying, um, and so we're going to present these as obviously ridiculous. And then the other main thing about her is that she's a young woman, so she is going to, as soon as she sees the Stormzy character who's wearing a stab vest immediately start shaking her ass at him and then jump on him because she's in love with him. Right. Mm. That, th- that, and that's just like, what's Greta Thunberg? Well, the she's with all these teenage yeah. girls is they want to fuck Stormzy and yeah. not me, Matt Ford. Well, what is, what is the thing you think about Greta Thunberg? Well, she's a young woman and I find her faintly annoying. So there it is. And it, it, that's hilarious if you are the writers of Spitting Image. Yeah. Or if you are like your brain is in a state of advanced decay. Mm. I mean, I think a lot about the scene sort of uh, end of Act Two, where you have a sort of comic grave digger in the form of Nigel Farage, mm-hmm. right? Who shows up to, um, you know, read everyone for being woke in a way that makes they're trying to thread the needle of like he's a Nazi, but he's kind of making some points, right? Because mm-hmm. these people are annoying, mm-hmm. and that's the so that's the closest thing to a, like uh, a sincerity in yeah. here, I would say, a hundred percent. Because, for example, he he takes everybody to task. For all of the thi- for all of the things that Matt Ford is also taking them to task for, Meghan Markle being sort of annoying and Californian, and it's not racist. We just find you personally annoying, and Greta Thunberg, you're sort of ridiculous, and you know you're sort of ridiculous with your warnings about climate, and you're a young woman and piss off. And and- Angela Rayner is from the north, yeah, which mm-hmm. is. Unforgivable. They've nailed her there, to yeah. be fair. She is, <laughs> from, she is from, from the North. Angela Rayner from the North. And again, she says mostly, chuffing a lot in mm. this. Mostly sort of portray her and her foible that is being satirized is the same thing that Farage points out. This is, as you say, Alice, this is the moment of honesty where you get to see what they really think. Mm. Um, so, but we want to summon, we've referred to some of the, the team, right? We've summoned the team, mm. uh, the idiots that assemble. Uh, and they so they get Tom Cruise and Tom oh, yeah, Cruise. The whole thing is referencing Marvel, by the way. So that's oh, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Barely comes up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the so Tom Cruise then assembles his team, 
Uh, the first person Tom Cruise get is, is and muses on the fact that the team needs to be relevant and inclusive. Says it three times, and then RuPaul, one of the most relevant people in the yeah. entire world, <laughs> shows up, and then then basically the entire joke is just RuPaul is gay. Crazy. For the yeah. rest of the show. I've never like, heard hey, of this. Check out this gay yeah. guy. The RuPaul puppet looks the most like RuPaul. I yeah. will I will say that. I think mm. it's just a RuPaul looking quite puppet like. <laughs> yeah, that than, might be it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but no, it, it it's 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 pretty homophobic, I would say. Yeah. Like, what? But, no. Yeah. Th- but like, there isn't a male character that can come on stage without RuPaul being like, "Oh, uh, please fuck me," mm-hmm. which is. Mm. They, but they've written RuPaul. Well, that's RuPaul's catchphrase. Y- yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. That's the thing, though. They've also this is so poorly observed because they haven't written RuPaul as like kind of cunty and catty and fashiony. They've written RuPaul as Kenneth Williams. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm RuPaul. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Mm. Because they don't. Because the the whole point of the spitting image satire is it's trying to satirize things that you can think you understand by looking at a tweet about them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, RuPaul. RuPaul's uh, gay and a drag queen. Okay, I have her. <laughs> you know, that's, that's it. Right. I need. I Any need no, gay nothing man. else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, well, we have to assemble. Uh, some more of our heroes. Let's go to the cabinet. And so they they mm. che- they teleport to Downing Street, where yeah. they have a they have it, the first yeah, this, of two. This gave this gave us the line of the musical, which is Gandalf, take me to number ten. <laughs> oh yeah, so the whole thing is hosted by Ian McKellen. Yes, yeah. for no re- reason. It doesn't make any sense. Why is Ian McKellen someone, there? Someone has an Ian McKellen. Yeah, someone had an Ian McKellen, and we all know who Ian McKellen is. You know who this is. Doesn't sound a lot like Ian McKellen. I'll no, be honest. no, it, it doesn't. Well, and also, that's why it's good that they say I'm Ian McKellen. Yeah. A lot. And also, weirdly, given that every other gay person in the musical, their thing is that they're gay, and also some straight people in the musical, their thing is also that they're gay. True. But comedy yeah uh, but ian mckellen no reference to him being gay is made whatsoever because well, they like they don't yeah. want to upset the boomers who might not know that ian mckellen is gay that's true isn't it yeah 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 it's the the only the old there are many homosexual characters and that's the main thing about them no that's, so mm. yeah like vladimir putin yeah, oh yeah God. famously 